Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sestonica, the first sustainability recognition for vacation rental homes. What if vacation rental professionals could influence millions of travellers to make their own homes more sustainable? Show the world that you have taken steps to make your vacation rental consume less and get your badge on sustonica.com. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Green Path Podcast. So far in this podcast, we've heard from property managers, guest house owners, amenity suppliers and many, many more. Of course, they've all been travel related. And today we're going to learn about another player in the travel industry and one that takes sustainability really seriously. And not that the others haven't, but having your guests sign a sustainability travel pledge is another level. We're about to dig in and find out more with my special guest today, Barbara from Viatu. Hello, Barbara. How are you? Hello. How are you, Deborah? Very Glad good. Thank you. Here. And thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Barbara, we always start with the same question. I'd like to know, where did your own sustainability journey start? How did you get started and, and when? So um, my background is actually in, in advertising and, and marketing agencies, um, and I was about 10 to 15 years in that industry. Um, back in 2018, I was itching for a change, and while I was still working, decided to take a, a graduate program in sustainability, just broadly and, and whatever it encompasses, also from a, just understanding it better. Uh, what it actually means. And within that, I took sustainable tourism. Uh, the reason behind it is that I was very self-aware of my own footprint, uh, having been in the first long-haul flight at age four months and having done a lot of transatlantic flights since because I've, I've lived in 10 countries um, growing up. So I wanted to see how tourism could also be uh, a force for, for good. So and understand that better. Mm. That one thing next led to the next, and then met my now co-founders uh, of Viatu. Mm. And Viatu means something in a particular language. Yes, it means shoe in Swahili. So with the idea of you know just leaving behind our own footprints, but mm. like of the experiences that we live through each destination. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, I've actually been through the process of Viatu, and I would summarize it as an OTA for sustainable travel, but an OTA meaning actually a travel agency. So you are a curated travel agency. Can you explain exactly what Viatu does? Yes. So we look at sustainable travel in the sense that Sustainability ultimately is also not only about carbon emissions. So we look at it from four different pillars. One is the type of destinations that we offer. So we use the Global Sustainable Tourism Council criteria to see where can tourism have still a positive effect, right? Like which, which countries really benefit from the 
um, the tourism dollars if they stay in the destination, of course, which is also why then the second pillar is looking at the partners or service providers, accommodations, activities. We always prioritize locally owned um, service providers, but overall, anyone who we onboard, we uh, have a sustainability survey they have to um, fill out that looks at the environmental, social, and economic aspects. Then of course, there are emissions that cannot be avoided. So we measure those in collaboration with Squake, um, which is a company that is a spin-off of Lufthansa Innovation Hub. Mm -hmm. and, and these and emissions, get, sorry, these emissions, they're the get from the guest that you're covering? From the guest. So uh, we, we measure it. I mean, ex it excludes the flights because we also don't book the long haul flights at this stage. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, there's a algorithm to measure based on the accommodation you've stayed, the miles you've, the kilometers you've driven uh, from uh, the different, throughout the itinerary. So at the end of your trip, we calculate all that and we offset it with a locally relevant project. So we try to make it, you know, if it's not in country, that at least it's within the region mm -hmm. um, to, and, and we do that from our margin and then send a certification to the, the traveler. Mm -hmm. um, so, you, so you don't have to think about it. It's just automatically done. And then, of course, we're managing our own operations. That's the fourth pillar. We're in the process of becoming B Corp certified um, and also working with SIFE, which is a, a Swiss organization on, on formally having our sustainability framework. And we're a member of 1% for the planet. So once we are profitable, like contributing that 1% um, yeah. to, to, to that. Yeah, fantastic. Now, what is the travel pledge that you make the guests sign then? How you're obviously then educating the guest and you want them to leave with something? Yes, exactly. I mean, we we go from the the foundation that as much as our main goal is to ensure that you have, you know, memorable experiences in the destinations that uh, you're visiting, we do want you to Think of travel as a reciprocal act. It's also like, what can you contribute to the destinations or at least also not extract from it or, you know, like leave it as you found it or better if possible. Mm -hmm. um, so with the traveler pledge without being patronizing, it's just a reminder of little acts that's uh, from really, you know, doing your research ahead of the the time, trying to, if you, if you can learn a bit of the key phrases uh, so that, that when you go to the destination to um, reminding you not to, you know, to be respectful of the environment, of not um, uh, interfering with wildlife or the the, the, the biosphere, mm. your reusable wa water bottle, you know, like all the small things that you can uh, do to, mm. to really ensure that you're being a responsible traveler. Yeah, fantastic. I saw a photo on your website about no plastic bags are allowed in one of the parks that you obviously travel to or go through. I thought, wow, that's pretty Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, th I think it, it comes quite uh, intuitively when you are in these uh, um, type of environments. However, you know, it's, it's, it's always good to just give a, a gentle nudge uh, yeah. to travellers. From, from the photos, it did look like, you know, the last frontier is unspoiled. So, you know, going there, you don't want to be leaving your, you know, Mount Franklin water bottle on the ground. Not that, exactly. anybody, not that anyone I know would. But, uh, you know, that's the last thing you want to see the sea there. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, and so your net positive, we've discussed this before, positive and negative, you know, the connotations, but your net positive in terms of the destination, the partners, the impact of travellers and your operations, it's all covered. It, it is. I mean, we are still because, you know, sustainability, it's it's not a black and white uh, topic. And mm -hmm. there is a lot of discussion nowadays of like what exactly does it mean to be net positive or carbon neutral? Mm -hmm. uh, so we are actually looking into that deeper right now uh, mm -hmm. to and, and that's part of the, the work that we're doing in regards to sustainability framework and mm -hmm. what are the metrics that we really have to measure mm -hmm. um, to to ensure that uh, we we are abiding to to our values and to our objectives mm. uh, it's early days for us you know we, we were founded in in the middle of the pandemic mm -hmm. um, but it is important to set the base now um, because as we grow you know it, it yeah. we want to ensure that we yeah we are aligned yeah. to that. Yeah. And, and I mentioned, I described Viatu uh, as an OTA. And what I meant by that is when you go on to the OTAs to book accommodation, you know, you have to put your destination, the number of guests, the number of nights and things like that. And that's how I felt going through your process, except it's not just accommodation. It's the whole holiday. So can you explain the customer journey booking a holiday through you? Yeah, so the the intention is that you can plan your entire itinerary within minutes in a single platform, uh, which currently, especially for the type of destinations that we offer, you'd either have to go to you know 30 different websites and create your Excel or go with a more traditional travel agent where there's a lot of um, back and forth via email or phone calls. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the full product is, is still being built. So uh, for now, what we show you on the website live is the uh, accommodation, live availability and pricing, but ultimately you'll be able to enter your dates and within the trip templates, really choose the accommodation according to your preferences, budget, style, add the activities that you're interested in, add the car rental and check out in one go with payment mm. online. If you wouldn't, if you don't want to, you wouldn't have to contact um, uh, an individual on our side. Yeah. But of course, we would be available uh, for those that, that yeah. want to. Work and and from from what I understood, when he says, when you say you, it's curated. You give the destination. I love the experiences: safari, big five, marine, gorilla, honeymoon, fantastic. So the thing is, let's say I click the boxes that I want. And uh, the, you know, give you a window of budget. Does that mean you will come back to me and say these are the different trips that would suit your criteria? Take your pick. Yes, as it, as it is working right now, we would um, take all your preferences and give yes. you a tailored trip according to the type of uh, experiences and and within the budget, or mm -hmm. say you know like you know uh, which ones include which are the, the preferences that you have yeah. uh down the line when our trip builder is fully uh integrated and built you would be able to have that visibility yourself uh using the the, the filters yeah but this feels a bit more like a concierge you know here yes. about this yes. let me know what you've got Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i we we talk about um the supply chain when we talk about, you know, you're getting your amenities, well, you, no point getting your your large one-litre shower gel from China. You know, it's like we want 
the shortest possible supply chain. Mm-hmm. So it's great that your partners are all local. Everything is staying local. It's the culture. It's the local community that benefit, and it's all local. Can you can you expand a bit more on that? Absolutely. So definitely one of the key key criteria and goals for us is to try and and, and keep as much of the the, the the revenue within the destination, right? So I mean the statistic. Uh, globally is that out of a hundred dollars only five dollars stay in the destination like how can we reverse that and make sure that the majority is in there mm-hmm. so um we really avoid working with bigger chains international chains of, of hot hotels at this point we, we don't have any uh we might have like bigger groups within the 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 african region but um otherwise we have more of the locally owned and um and we we score them in terms of that they don't it doesn't mean that they will all be perfect in all the criteria, but we bring visibility. The idea is that for all our partners, you would have visibility to what they do on the social, environmental, and economic aspects. And you can the idea is to as we build awareness with travelers that they also would use that in their decision making a bit, mm-hmm. which would then in turn encourage the partners to do even better um in in their efforts as well Mm, mm, that's a lovely cycle yeah (laughs) and why africa is africa just the start or you have a passion for africa uh well both i guess but it it is just the start Uh, it is where we have the most experience so um alfredo our our uh, ceo and my co-founder he uh, was responsible, so um, along with another team, to scale up uh, one of Africa's biggest travel agencies. So we already knew well the ecosystem and had the partnerships there with some of the the, the key um, players. Mm. So it made sense to start with Africa, and and it is the type of destination that, for example, during the pandemic. It, it suffered quite a bit as tourism shut down and even in terms of conservation efforts, poaching of, for example, rhinos went up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense to to really try and, and contribute to the reinvigoration of, of tourism there, yeah. uh, especially the one that contributes to conservation in, in local communities. Yeah, yeah. And on your website, you, you touch on... Um over tourism sustainability over tourism balance things like that so how do you combat over tourism from a sustainability point of view so uh, our belief is that by making it more accessible so and, and we are using technology to make it more accessible uh in that it also um it, it becomes more convenient and even more affordable uh at times by um, making these destinations that for many people feel out of reach, they just feel unattainable somehow, they suddenly become a a possibility, right? And a consideration. Um, So the thinking is of distributing so that the the tourism that maybe gets concentrated in all these hotspots and and, and, um, within other regions, and bringing it to other destinations. So one of the statistics that we also sort of make reference to is that Paris each year receives more tourists than the whole of Sub-Saharan Africa. 
So, uh, you know, like, how can we change that a bit? Because there, even though, of course, we don't want it to tip over the other side, yeah, there's definitely a lot of room of, of, for growth there, an opportunity to really contribute positively mm. to these type of destinations. Mm. And I think you hit the nail on the head a bit of positively. So if yeah. you're going to attract the tourism, the tourists to, you know, okay, forget Paris this year, come down to Africa, but you're doing it right, Mm -hmm. then that that would be a nice balance yeah yes yeah oh fantastic yeah really good so uh, a sustainable travel agent curated travel agency yes yes absolutely fantastic that's really great is there anything else that we should know about Viatu that we haven't touched on yet um i guess we i mean the, the plan is that by end of next year, we would be expanding into other regions. So um, it's still to be defined whether this is more Latin America or uh, Southeast Asia, but mm -hmm. the, the idea is to then move beyond Africa. Mm -hmm. And we are, you know, sort of incorporating, building the technology to automate certain touch points that really will make it a much more seamless experience for you as a as a user mm. um, we are sort of also targeting the this generation of travelers that are digital native that are used to being able to do everything from their phones and that as soon as it might require a phone call or writing an email it it, it just <laughs> becomes a hurdle that they, they don't want to overcome so mm -hmm. that's what we're we're trying to address as well so i guess i don't know if it's like I don't want to say virtual. Uh, but in the palm of your hand. Like, yeah, exactly. A travel agent in the palm of your hand yes. offering you a curated service. Now, I suppose we should touch on where are the destinations that you take people to? Currently, we are um, having Namibia, South Africa, Rwanda, Botswana, Tanzania, Victoria Falls, which sort of is Zimbabwe and Zambia, and um, and soon Kenya as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say that I did look at when I was looking at your website. I did see a photo of this tent structure accommodation with all these elephants out the back. <laughs> okay, wait a second. I think I might have to use this service. I've never been to Africa. It's I think I might amazing. have to give it a go. Yeah, it's an amazing experience. You know, last year I was fortunate enough to. Um, do a trip myself in, in Botswana and one of my, the most memorable nights was uh, staying what they call a sky bed yeah. uh, so it's this elevated platform in the middle of the bush so I mean th uh, there was a um, a ranger I don't know a hundred meters away like in his own little platform but I was sleeping alone. It's it's not it's there's no walls. So like yeah. you have this canopy bed on this platform and you sleep overnight there and you hear, you know, at night all of the, the the life and wildlife that's that's surrounding you. And I woke up like I think like it well, it took me a while to sleep because it's also just like mesmerizing to see the starry sky. Yeah. And, and woke up, I think, at two or three a.m. with like the sound of like water. Uh, and rustling and it was a family of elephants just like oh. meters away uh, <laughs> on the platform oh my and god it really is amazing 
I, I highly recommend it. I'm a city girl. I think I'd be a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, spa, the night spa would be absolutely amazing. I think, look, I think the beauty of this is that what you're contributing by using Beatu and, and doing this sort of uh, journey, clean journey, is that you're, you're, you're looking around and, and seeing what you're contributing to. Yes. You know, this is what it used to be like and let's keep it this way and uh how absolutely wonderful that that image and the imagery or oh, that canopy bed sounds amazing but um yeah it sounds like guilt-free travel mm -hmm. yeah well I, I will definitely be putting the link for the r2 in Thank the you. in the description below and if anyone has any questions about canopy beds or herding elephants going by <laughs> we'd be happy to answer them all absolutely <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barbara, it's been lovely hearing about Beatu. And uh, I have to say, I am a bit tempted. <laughs> well, we'll be waiting for and happy to help you with your oh, lovely. adventure. And as you expand, we'll have you back and we'll hear about some more destinations you've got. Thank that you, Deborah. Thank you very much for your time. Bye. Bye bye. Are you ready to start on your own green path journey? Why not take a look at the Green Step program? This has been tailor-made to take you step by step down the green path. You only see one step at a time and that's all you focus on. Before you know it, you've gone down the path. To learn more, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com.